everybody welcome to episode 41 of the going deep with chad and jt podcast my name is chad kroger coming in with my compadre jt what up what up stokers boom clap stokers the big boom the big clap and then we're here joined by two legendary dudes our dogs joe and strider what up yo guys dude what up dude dude this is a grand slam of dudes in one room. Yeah, it's like the four horsemen here. I love Dude, it. Yeah. Heavy tea vibes. Up heavy stoke apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, Dude. for sure. My voice sounds chill, but dude, it's like freaking Yellowstone guys are beneath here, just pumped energy. Dude, yeah. My yeah, you look pumped. Yeah. You're squirting large, dog. Dude, yeah. I mean, I'm a squirter. I'm a dude. You know? Yeah, yeah nice. for sure, dude. Yeah. All dudes are squirters. Yeah, launch that squirt. Yeah. That's good soda, by the way. Squirt. Definitely underrated, dude. You know, Sprite kind of buried it, but yeah. I was into squirt. I think if Squirt had come out and be like, look, this is probably the best chaser for vodka out there, they would have dominated. No question. Squirt and tequila is a big, uh, that's a big combo. Oh, good call. Yeah. Speaking of liquids, dudes, I brought some green drink for everybody. Oh, oh yeah, wow. Yes. I'll pass it down to my dog. Just greens with apple, lemon, and ginger, dude. So uh, It's good for the belly stretch. It's, a sour, Thank you, it's a sour taste, but you'll instantly feel the results of it. Dude, I mean, that's just, sometimes you got to do something that doesn't feel dank to be dank, you know? Yeah. Most things. For sure. You got to shake these pretty good, huh? Yeah. yeah. You got to mix it up. Dude, thank you so much yeah, for thank you. Yeah, thank you. looking after my body. I think it's, I'm, I'm making it customary on the podcast that this is like, you know, when you enter someone's home, they got like the the food that they bring out for you. This is, this is what we do here. We bring people the green drink. Love yeah. that, dude. We want people to be healthy, firing on all cylinders, get well, ready to Granny connect. Smith apples in this. That's, yeah. uh, that's dude. Right. proper dude. nutrients to get you just firing. Listen to this, dude. Listen to this freaking green drink, dude. Oh, oh man, dude. dude. You couldn't really hear it, dude, but that, I just opened no, it. No, these mics pick up everything, dude. Oh, nice. That's, that's coming through clear. That's going to enhance your squirt times dude. 10. Oh, oh Joe. Diving after in, dude. What a classic. <sighs> wow, that's ah, dude. What a classic drinking noise that man <laughs> makes. Straight up Fred Flintstone Ooh, style. Yeah. It's, it's like an instant boost right there. Yeah, you feel it right away, right? Whoa, dude. I mean, look at that smile on Joe's face. There's a lot of flavors happening in here. The dude is delighted. God, that was good. Oh. Yeah, does, I, like, honestly, when I drink these, right when it goes in, it just like it's like an automatic smile. No question, dude. It's so dang. It might be like the tanginess of the ginger, but it just like spreads my... Oh, smile I'm, muscles yeah, wide. Yeah, I'm feeling mm-hmm. the ginger tanginess. Oh, yeah. Ooh. We we road tripped last night, Strider. Me, Joe, and a Chad, dude. dude we I went heard. to Palm Springs. Oh, I was freaking jealous, dude. I, I freaking uh, made some pasta with my GF last night, dude. Opened up a nice uh, red blend, dude. But, I mean, I wish I could have been there with my dogs on the road, dude. For um, sure. How, yeah, you how were was missed. it, dude? It was a good trip, dude. It's fun. I got out of driving. I, I bitched out. I was supposed to drive, and I, I texted Joe at, like, 11 a.m. I was like... Do I have to drive? He's like, you said you would. Um, yeah, after he volunteered to drive, and I'm already like drinking a beer. <laughs> yeah, I'm watching football. Uh, I had a late night too. I got a text from JT, my dude. I'm super tired. I'm like, well, I'm super tired. <laughs> I know it was a bitch move. Yeah, you you don't volunteer and then three days later, renege. I know it was. I, I was so stupid. Like when I made the commitment, I was like, of course I'll drive. And then as I got closer to the time, I was like, I'm exhausted. My license is expired. My tags are expired. Yeah, you were very sure of 
wanting to drive. Yeah, it didn't seem like a big so. deal when you asked me. And then as we got closer to the time, I was like, and last time I drove back from Palm Springs, I fucking crashed my car at 65. Yeah, <laughs> legit, <laughs> like, Were you going 65? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was doing like 70. I mean, I slammed on the brakes, so it slowed me down, but I was yeah. probably doing 45 at the point yeah. of impact. Oh, wow. Damn. Yeah. I didn't realize it was that fast. Yeah, I didn't realize that either. Dude, honestly, not even to be like a, like a fucking meathead about it, but I swear to God, like I held the steering wheel hard and like I knew once I hit the brakes that I wasn't going to have enough time to come to a full stop. And I literally in my head was like brace for impact. <laughs> but I held pretty sturdy. Like, I didn't get whiplash or anything. Yeah, I didn't know you did it on the freeway. I thought it was like a side roads incident. No, dude, it was on the freeway. And I had, Jeez. I mean, the emotional fallout was more significant than the physical fall. Because I called my mom and she's like, what happened? I was like, I can't stop fucking up. And I was crying. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those life moments. Yeah. Car accident. That was like my sixth, like, mammoth life boo-boo in a row. I was like, dude, I am a danger, not only to myself, but to the entire world. <laughs> And so I wanted to spare you guys that last night on the road. Now, did I remember that trip? Because I was with you in a separate car. And I'm like, all right, you ready to go back? And you're like, dude, I'm going to stay here in Uber. Yeah, I was going to drive an Uber at Coachella for the weekend. You made some good cash. I yeah, made bank. It's a good move. Yeah, it didn't end up, it ended up being a net loss financially after the accident. Right, with the but, totaling of the car. Yeah. yeah. But again, experience-wise, because you learned a valuable life lesson. Yeah, dude, don't listen to like uh, the podcast serial while you're driving, because you'll get too into it and they'll distract you from what's going on in front of you yeah it's a good pod they say dude when you get an accident even though i respect your uh how you hit the bells and how jacked you are and that i do believe that you'd fuck up an airbag or whatever came at you in that moment but they say like you know you know maybe it's like you know divine justice or whatever but like when dudes who are hammered get uh in accidents like with duis they're looser in their body exactly dude they like they live because they're so fucked up that they're they just don't even know to go with it. And the people that are sober always get fucked over because they tense up and then boom. Dude, when Fader Amayanko oh. got suplexed in pride fighting, like over his shoulder, he landed on his head, but he was so relaxed in the air that when he hit the, uh, the mat, there was no damage because he was just so loose when he got suplexed. Damn, dude. So go. try to remember that if you ever go feet overhead. Dude, go with the flow. Yeah. Dude, Joe, though, on the drive back, Joe drove on the way back and... Uh, Chad slept because he was tired, and Joe wouldn't let me sleep. He's like, if I'm driving, you have to stay awake. Yeah, we can't have one awake. Yeah, I need someone to keep me awake. I respect know? that, dude. I, I was almost going to recommend, like... It's dark out. None of you guys want to drive. Do you invite a dude that you guys don't, like, who's not as chill? Does he get the invite strictly for driving purposes, and is he stoked to show up? You know, like, oh, dude, for sure, I'm there. Oh. Strider, you're in my dome, dude. I thought about just being like, who would come with us just for the opportunity to chill? Yeah. But I didn't want to throw it. We had a good fucking vibe between the three of yeah, us. I That's would, what yeah. you risk, dude. Then you risk his personality is going to be in there too much. Or dude. her personality could suck, too. That's true, too, dude. You know what I mean? That's, that's a schmoll scenario, dude. Do you bring a schmoll on a road trip? Probably not. Yeah, I'd know? say no. That's too much time spent. True. Yeah, I'm going to have to bulk that yeah. scenario. Agreed, dude. You have what, to bulk it. What I do is if I'm going to be in a car ride with schmolls, I make myself super tired beforehand. Like, I don't sleep the night before. So I can sleep the entire car ride. Great call. Then you get in the car, you're like, what up? Sorry, guys, I'm super exhausted. Then you wake up and you're at your destination. And you're like, all right, dudes. I can't sleep in vehicles like uh, planes, trains, automobiles. It's a good movie, but... Um, yeah, it's poignant. Yeah, I can't, I can't do it. You can't yeah. sleep in them? No. 
Oh, interesting. Because you're just surrounded by too much, it's, too many people. It's you a lot feel of unsafe. noise going on, and yeah, it's you're sitting up. Dude, I'm always afraid I'm going to get an NRV in those scenarios. That's a straight up no reason boner. Um, but there mm-hmm. is a reason because I have probably dank dreams about freaking smoke show my smoke show GF um, right now. But back in the day when I was you know coming of age, probably like you know chicks that were like smoke shows in high school, like little beach bunnies or whatever. Like Carmen Electra, dude. Oh, thinking exactly. about you guys getting married, hey, dude. Just thinking about us creating a solid bond together, you know, and then yeah. making love. Is that what, what you mean? dream about? For sure, dude. I mean, I like like you know rather than just like straight up boning like in an outdoor setting or like at a nightclub setting. Like I would imagine to like bone in our nice living room after we cook something dang together and like you know probably had some pumpkin spice if it was the fall so when you get down the road and like a long-term relationship do your dreams sort of shift from like passionate boning to just like really significant romantic moments yeah dude for sure because that's what's going to lead to the most passionate bones you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. like dude every night like romancing the bone dude exactly yeah yeah exactly dude freaking straight up Michael Douglas saying that, dude, you know? Oh, dude, for and, sure. And, dude, so it's like when you're trying to hook up with a, with your GF, what you got to do is, like, it's not like you're running game. It's like you're running love, dude. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, that's game, dude. That's the thing is that's evolved. So you want like, a sick picnic or something? Dude, exactly, oh, yeah. dude. A picnic, nice. a picnic. sandwiches. Bologna, dude, yeah. Dude, come home, like, have Fleetwood Mac just playing, dude. Yeah, dude, bologna's going to be present at my picnic 100%. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. For me, my GF's uh, vegetarian, but, you know, I like to crush some friggin' dang eats. Dude, when you used to be sleeping at, at the crib, and I'd see you with a boner sleeping, I'd get so pumped for my dog. I'd be like, hey, nobody wake him up. I'd put yeah. on, like, some soundproof, like, headphones on his ears. So he could sleep while I turned the lights down to a good level. Cause I knew you were in a place where you were dreaming about like a vagina that you loved. And I wanted dude. my dog to have that. Cause the worst is when you get woken up. When yeah. You can't yeah. disrupt that. Yeah. Dude, so just, I, I'd protect it. I come over sometimes and just like, just lightly rub my hand on your jeans to like, dude, fucking thank you for that. Give you dude. some yeah. fucking gentle friction. So yeah. you could fuck. Yeah. That's unbelievably legit of you, dude. That's how you have your dogs back. dude. It's like yeah. A, that boner's sleepless in Seattle. That, yes, dude. Yes. Dude. True story. My brother fell asleep on a plane. Had a wet dream, dude. That's, that's a nightmare. Yeah, scenario, dude. Yeah, yeah, on his way to, he was so pumped. He was on his way to spring break in Mexico. <laughs> Come on, yeah, I dude, swear to God, it. dude. I swear to God, my brother's like, he called me. He's like, dude, I fucking that's just passed out on the plane. That's I woke up, I nutted, <laughs> like the load was transparent through his jeans. I was like, imagine he was <laughs> horny to party, dude. He's just a horny, horny guy. I'm disappointed in the lack of self discipline. I mean, that's <laughs> you hold him accountable for that, yeah. For falling asleep, he doesn't control. You, you feel like you could control your dreams. Yeah, but like, and you're in a public set. I mean, your your brother could probably be a porn star if he's able to come in public that easily. That is a part trait. We're pretty like exhibitionist, yeah. or or we maintain our same level of comfort inside as we do outside. I respect that. Dude. I call that integrity, dude. Thank you, dog. Yeah, same person. Yeah, I could see Joe coming into the dream if it's like a wet dream, and you're like, you're on a plane right now. Keep it together. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah like my brain wouldn't like allow a voice that. on your yeah. shoulder. Right. Yeah. I, I, I would like, wake up. Yeah, I'm on your other shoulder. I'm like, just bust, dude. And yeah. then Joe's like, you better not bust. <laughs> yeah, I've got too much self-discipline to allow that. Yeah. Dude, I'm like the Jocko Willink of wet dreams. Don't you dream in your dreams when you're having sex? Aren't you wearing a condom? <laughs> yeah, that's happened, yeah. <laughs> Well, that's just a sign of responsibility, dude. He yeah. just he just had like I got a good deal on a coffee, dude. And the fucking you know didn't have to tip. Like the Bruce, oh, his fucking punch card just got. He's like, oh, yeah, did nuts. a good job like paying down oh, his credit. Ten, dude, yeah, yeah. yeah. ten yeah. stamps, nuts. So in his dream, some girl's like. 
Fuck me raw. Hold on. We just met. <laughs> yeah, no way. Let me roll on this condom. I'm wrapping it up awake or asleep. It's it's getting wrapped up. It's consistent. Smart. Yeah. That's integrity too. Yeah. We're like the we're both displaying integrity but on opposite ends of the behavioral spectrum. Right. <laughs> well, all right, let's get into some news. What'd you guys think about uh Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson broke up? Dude. I mean, uh, I mean, dude, we saw this coming probably, you know, a mile away. I mean, dude, as a guy who's got a, a long-time GF, dude, and he had his GFF, which is your girlfriend forever, a.k.a. fiancé, a.k.a. wife, uh, potentially. It's got to hurt, dude, you know, someone that you love and you're invested in, dude. So I feel empathy for both of them, dude. Um, but, look, dude, you're, running, you're rushing into this, dude. They seem this very rushed, yeah. getting the mm-hmm. same tattoos, Wearing, like, you know, freaking outfits designed by Wes Anderson, walking around with, like, the biggest Vantes in New York I've ever seen. So part of me was a hater on this. Part of me deep down, sick part of me, dude. Um, Schadenfreude and a little bit of that, dude. But honestly, I'm battling that, dude, and I want the best for them, dude, and I want them to find love. But um, I don't know, dude. Well, yeah, they're what? Gosh, what are they, mid-20s, both of them? Yeah. Early 20s? Yeah, it, I mean... They've got a lot of relationships to go. That's, I mean, for that to work out, them being that young, that would have been, the odds are not in their favor. So, I, I, it's kind of expected for that to happen. Yeah, I, I've two things. I feel for the tattoo artist. You know, he's, I don't know. I mean, he's probably like, man, that's like my claim to fame. Now it's, I have to cover that shit up. That's true, dude. He had to like go fix him. Um, but. Even though, you know, yeah, there's some parts I wanted to hate on, similar to Strider, but I was also, the, the passionate, fiery romance sort of got me going a little bit. I was just like, mm. that's cool to be on, like, that wild ride like that. We're like, let's just fucking get married. They went know? for it. Yeah. yeah. Like, I've had moments, you know, like, where, like, you know, I've, I've wanted to get, like, like, a flaming dragon tattoo to, like, yeah. commemorate. I was just like... Like, I did that motivator with Caroline, and I'm like, I'm going to get, like, a big-ass dragon on my back to commemorate that motivator. Dude, and she's um, like, nah. Yeah. So. Quick tangent on tats, dude. You guys remember Sheckler, the kid who could skate good from uh, San Francisco? From OC, yeah, yeah, Ryan Sheckler. Yeah, yeah, we used to go. Still kicks it down San there. Beach. Yeah, yeah dude, a lot of mutual friends. He's chilling, dude. And uh, I remember one time, like, he's like, dude, my name is Ryan Sheckler, and I freaking just want to be a normal kid like anyone else. And then he got his name fucking tattooed on his back, dude. So, like, everyone could know that, like, I'm Ryan Sheckler. He was Ryan Sheckler. Yeah. First and last. Dude, if if you're going to get a tattoo on your of your name dude you gotta do it phone book style dude last name comma first name oh yeah i'm down with that yeah that is much more official dude i think uh i think getting a stupid tattoo though sometimes like ben affleck he got that phoenix on his back that takes up his whole back oh really yeah and it's like it's pretty hard to look at like at first like damn ben you shouldn't have done that but then when i really think about it i'm like dude that's really taking putting your balls on the table you're like dude i don't even care if this is cheesy and you guys can all ridicule me for it but i am the phoenix and i will rise again like i like that i respect that that self-confidence by make like putting yourself so open to public humiliation that is the path of ben yeah yeah because they've humiliated him before and he always comes back yeah always comes back with an oscar so he's like go ahead have your fun at my expense but it's not getting to me it's i'm so I believe in myself so deeply that I'm going to get a huge Phoenix tattooed on my back. And that, that, like, I feel like Pete Davidson's at like kind of a critical point right now. Like he can either like, he could go like the Polly Shore route, which is legit, but he could be Ben Affleck, but he could be Ben Affleck. Which way is he going to go? 
I know, dude. That's what worries me the most. I, when I th- heard about the breakup, I was like, uh-oh, dude, Pete. Because, you know, he's been open about his, uh, you know, struggles. difficulties and struggles. And, uh, dude, everyone has their struggles. So I really want uh, the best for him right now, dude, to make that good choice and freaking stay uh, stay on the career, dude. And, um, you know, dude. We should message him and just be like, yo, we support you. And, like, if you want to get some beers. Oh, dude. You got a rock-solid crew right here. He's probably got enough dude friends. And, but And yeah. Ariana, too. Yeah, that's she, true. We she should had, go both she's ways. Had a super rough year. Yeah, that's yeah. true, dude. You're right. I'd I'd love to grab an IPA with Ariana. Ariana, oh, what dude, up? A nice microbrew, no question, dude. Yeah, dude. Here's the thing, dude. We, you got to find the silver lining, the positivity, and all shit, dude. And look, you just broke up. You know what that means? That's a great time to kick it with your crew, dude. You you mm-hmm. fr- you that rallies the crew together. Look at that as a positive, dude. Go crush a freaking dank burger. Go get a dank IPA. Fucking see a legit movie, dude. Mm-hmm. And you're having a nice time, dude. Yeah, you're emotionally wounded and scarred, dude. But you know what I'm saying, dude. Your bros are the freaking the ER, dude. They're gonna so, sell you back up. Yeah. yeah, scars are that. That's the toughest part of the skin. They remind us. You wounded back. You, you come back stronger, dude. Yeah, it comes back regenerates and you're like damn that's a tough side of you and you're like yeah it's from that dank burger dude that legit dude dude ernest hemingway i think he said the world breaks us all and makes us stronger in the broken places dude wow what a beast i watched midnight in paris great movie dude dude. hemingway's like as long as it's true you ever made passionate beautiful love i love all that stuff dude he's a beast in that movie yeah Yeah. that guy's great we saw it together as a date yeah true story dude dude one time strider and i saw the movie the holiday with uh, Kate Winslet and Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz is romantic with Jude Law in it, and Kate Winslet is romantic with Jack Black. So it's like not realistic. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's the phrase, bro. And then, uh, but but Strider and I were in the movie, and we were like, dude, this is so funny that we're like on a date together. And then we were like, you know, what would make it even funnier if we cuddled. So we picked up the middle thing, and we cuddled for the entire second act of nice. the movie. True story. Oh, yeah. yeah, true story. Yeah. Felt good, dude. It was nice, freaking delightful, uh, delightful uh, matinee, I believe it was matinee, dude. And then Augustini, that girl, saw us oh. cuddling. She pulled up. She was driving a cargo van. Dude, there's, like, dude, they say there's, I don't care, like, a bro can be male or female. Like, dude, this girl had more stees than anyone I've ever met in my life, dude. She I, modeled for dirt bikes. Yeah, exactly. That's oh, a bro. She tries yeah. a cargo van. She, dude. No, it wasn't a cargo oh, van, but it was like the side. It was it was a big van. Yeah. It wasn't like a minivan. It was a van. Dude, van. it was powered on Modelo's. Like yeah. you didn't even fill it up with gas. You just diesel Modelo's. Put, put nice. fucking diesel Modelo's in there, and it went, dude. It was legit. She was chill, super chill. She was chill. Yeah, Did nice you, rig too, dude. Sorry, dude, I love my GF. She got a perfect rig, dude. But just looking back, I got memories in my brain, and she's got a solid, solid, nice rig, dude. That's perfect combo. He's yeah. not lying. Nice. But tough, dude. Like that's probably why she was a dirt bike model. She's probably into the movie Supercross, huh? No question. Yeah, no the question. Disney one. Sick movie. Yeah. I don't think that was Disney. Oh, the one with Mike Vogel. It was like Chain Tatum's first. Yeah, he, he was the villain. Yeah, he's yes. a good villain in the yeah. 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 Supercross, Channing dude. <laughs> legit legend. movie, dude. Yeah, most fucking, legit fucking Disney sick. original movie probably got to be Brink. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. Johnny Tsunami is pretty legit. I think those are the two. I mean, yeah. those are so dead. Alley Cat Strikes was nothing to scoff at either. Yeah, oh, dude, I definitely enjoy me and some nice Alley Cat Strikes. Dude, well, even Stevens. What did you think about the, the inspirational Disney movies like um, Miracle in Lane 3, I think, with Frankie Muniz, where he plays a uh, uh, paralyzed kid who's good at um, boxcar racing? Um, I never saw it. I don't yeah, know if I, I saw it, it dude. And there was one with the, the the youngest Lawrence boy where he was a wrestler, but he was blind. 
didn't see it. Was it the one with like the Maccabees where it was like a, uh, yeah. like a you Jewish day school and the kids were good at like the Maccabees basketball? I never saw that, that one? one. I heard you talking about that one. I enjoyed yeah. that one, dude. I like that and one. And the coach was like homeless or something? Yeah. Yeah. But he was a sweet, heart of gold, good man. I love that character. I yeah, love that dude. type. Taught the kids how to box out, play D. Dude, when I was playing sports, I used to pride myself on D, dude. You got the D. You know what I mean? Dude, you just got straight up. Feels good to stop somebody who's, uh, you know, been dominating. Just come in there, dude. Get the stop. Get the block for your team. Bring the energy. Yeah. Because I, I don't have skills, dude. I don't have skills, but I'll freaking lay my body out on the line, dude. Take one from my squad. Yeah, on defense, you don't really need skills. It's just kind of uh, being in the right position. And dude, I mean. having a You got a big body, so. You've retired from sports that have defense, right? Oh, yeah. I don't. Yeah. No more defense. Yeah, it's one of my you favorite get, You got to go one way. For me, well, for me now, I'm getting too old. I can't. Do you, do you consider cornhole having to play defense? No, because it's not really physical. I, I'm just talking about like basketball, baseball, or softball, whatever. So, what's your go-to? Um, golf. So the like, elements guy. play defense against you in the golf, but that's not. You're talking about like a person straight up D'ing you up. Yeah. So like, yeah, I don't want. I don't want to get D'd up on. Like some old guys I'm sweat, not sweating. Yeah. You're like, get out of here, Richard. Yeah. You know what can't happen on golf courses? Wild animals. Yeah, I've seen foxes out there, but coyotes. coyotes cool. You got yeah. golf clubs. And if you go to like South Carolina, I mean, I've never played there, but they advertise it. You get like fucking big ass gators on the course. Dude, I was, yeah, I was in playing Florida. New I've seen I was, big iguanas on courses. Yeah. I was playing New Orleans, and we come up on the ninth green. Three gators, what? Kicking it, Sick. and uh, I hit my ball like right in between them. And I, was oh, like, really? I was like, "This is my happy Gilmore moment." Yeah, for sure. Dude. And uh, yeah, they actually weren't that aggressive. They kind of were just chilling there. So they just scatter as you walk up. They didn't do anything. They were just like, "What up?" And I was like, "You aren't gonna like, you know, hiss at me or something." They're like, "These gators, I don't even see you." They had good etiquette out there, dude. They've learned. Yeah, dude. yeah. Although yeah, conditioned by mm, golf etiquette. I, I heard a story about this one guy. Who um, he uh, he was like fucking with them somehow because his ball was there. So he was like trying to get him to scatter. So he was like got a sand wedge and he was like he was like throwing it at them to get them to like move. You know, he throws it at them, and this one gator just like puts it in his mouth and then just goes in the water. Whoa. And I'm like boss move, dude. Just take the fucking club with nice. you. Yeah. Fuck, dude. He's like, you're gonna throw this shit at me? I've been out here for 20 years, chief. Yeah, dude. Gators are essentially dinosaurs, dude. They've been out here for a freaking... Those things haven't a changed, minute. dude. Yeah. They're, whatever they're doing, it's working, dude. Yeah. Do you have more respect for animals that have, like, kind of lasted longer in the evolutionary, like, playground? I do, dude. It's it's fucking definitely a double-edged sword because I, I love fucking progress and new ideas and change and shit because it makes me and helps me grow and think about how to be a better BF to my GF. But at the same time, when I'm looking at the nature, like fucking sharks, dude, are just dinosaurs swimming around. Mm-hmm. They're working, dude. Whatever's happening, like they're like, dude, we got this going on. Gators are straight up dinosaurs, dude. So what they're doing is solid, dude. They're like the Greg Popoviches of nature, dude. Wow. Yeah. Analogy. Is it ever trippy? Yeah, you think of sharks that like all they have going on in their noggin is like, I need to kill. I need to kill. Yeah. That's, like, all that's going on. It really? must be nice to have that kind of simplicity in your thinking. You're not clouded by any kind of, like, confusion. There's no, like, existential worries. Yeah. It's just, like, where's that fucking seal? True. But, dude, I mean, existential worries part of what makes life beautiful. You know what I'm saying, dude? Yeah. 
because what what because because then you're choosing to believe in something which makes it all the more powerful because because it's a it's an arbitrary but fundamental decision exactly dude yeah when someone's like oh dude i wish i could be freaking lebron james you know what i mean that'd be dank that's an upgrade for me but everyone always thinks like oh i'd still have my brain but just like be lebron james so be super dank at basketball you know um so it's like i don't know exactly what point i'm making but like i'd probably i'd probably like to be lebron james dude I have no Sick, clue what dude. you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I, I love I, it. The, I lost it over my head. Well, the the thought of uh, the Stokers listening will get it. The thought of Strider's noggin in LeBron James makes him like ten times sicker. Yeah, every time LeBron dunks, he's just like, "I love you, babe." Yeah, like yeah. every dunk is for his GF. Your excellence is a celebration of your love. Checking at home. But could dude. your brain be in LeBron's body and he'd still be LeBron? No, dude. Because yeah, honestly, I get too hesitant under pressure. I'd fucking just. You know, I would pass a lot. I'd probably get the same critiques that LeBron gets. I'd pass the ball, dude. I don't want to let my team Being down. Being too differential. But, 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 dude, let me, throw differential. This, let me throw this out there. I've never seen LeBron's hog. I'd be honored to. But if you came with that kind of hog, how would that change your mindset? Oh, dude, I mean, here's the thing. I think uh, my small dong is definitely a blessing because – it's made me a more humble dude. Like, I think I'd probably be like, if I had a big hog, I'd probably wear leather jackets. I'd probably freaking, you know, ride a motorcycle and be loud like a, like a street like a street bike, not even a dank dirt bike, something off-road, you know, 250cc, just pumping Yamaha style, you know, hitting the fucking rocks, dude. But, like, I'd probably just be like a douche, dude, like riding my, like revving my engine outside of coffee being in tea leaf, yeah. dude, and just being like, oh, I got a big dick, dude. Look at me, I'm sick, dude. I, like, hooked up with a chick last night and then, like, probably treat chicks less good dude so i'm glad i got a small dick dude i'm fucking glad that like my gf appreciates it and takes it for what it is dude just, just stoked on that dude. but we so. but we have a working example close to us of um modesty in the face of having a giant dick and that's mr uncle joe oh, dude uh, yeah dude, has i've heard that huge piece. Hog. i mean i can i can take us back to the moment when joe told me about it we were walking he goes john can i tell you something and i was like yeah man he's like i got a problem can't fit into condoms is that how i phrased it yeah and i was like why what's the problem you're like they're too small i need bigger condoms i was like what about magnums you're like no i need magnum xls i'm like how you feel you're like it's a problem and i was like this poor fuck dude this guy has this beautiful gift and it's it's a burden because his dong is like it's too big and it's a problem that most people would want but they don't really know what it's like to carry something that huge yeah it's like yeah i'm not really that comfortable talking about it but yeah it's like i didn't know dude i'll talk about it for you that uh (laughs) yeah like i didn't know that that was the size that existed because like when i was getting magnums i couldn't fit them like all right what what, what do i do and then uh i was in walgreens one day and i saw magnum with a big xl on the box i'm like i'm like this might be the ticket did you cry? Were you like, "Thank you so much, God"? Yeah, for... well, yeah. Once I slipped one on, I'm like, "Wow, this is great." I've like a glove. Yeah, I, I put, found I... it. Yeah, it fits like a glove. Yeah. I borrowed one of Marie's. <laughs> I borrowed one of your condoms one time, dude. I was swimming in that thing, dude, for sure. Dude. I was like, I need about four dicks, yeah. bro, to really give <laughs> this thing a snug fit, dude. I was so I'm so pumped on Joe having a big dick and my roommate Greg having a big dick. I'm, this girl I've been dating, yeah, dude. Yeah. We went for a walk, and I was like. I was like, yeah, Joe's got a huge dick. Greg's got a huge dick. They're great guys with huge dicks. And she's like, stop talking about it. I was like, why? She's like, because I'll keep thinking about it. Nice. And whoa, I was dude, like, nice. whoa, all right. Sick. All right. Dang, dude. All right. I was like, hey, I don't want to 
censor your thoughts. If you want to think about how my dog's got a big dick, <laughs> there's worse things to think about. Absolutely, yeah. dude. Those are dude, positive thoughts. Dude, Joe, the cool thing about Joe, Joe never really brings it up himself. It's no. always people just being like, damn, dude, like that guy's got a freaking piece. And like, yeah. I remember one time we were in a car and he was driving and there's some girls in there and someone's like, yeah, like, like Joe with the big piece. And he mm-hmm. goes, he's just like, yeah, I got a huge dong. Oh, dude. Just, you know, matter of fact. Yeah, I, I don't really. That's a big it. dick response. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I would, I would cream myself on public transportation on the wreck, dude. If, uh. What? What? What would you do? What, dude? <laughs> dude, I would have no shame in getting an NRB on public transportation if I had a huge dong. People oh, would look, oh, oh, no. I'm oh, more. Yeah. And they'd be like, that's true. Then no, it's like real privacy, yeah. Right, because it, it's a distraction. Around. You don't want to throw off people's days. Right, they got to get to work and stuff. You terrify to... some dudes. That's true. They'd yeah. like go home sweating. They'd be like, honey, I saw something I can never unsee. There's a dick out there so big, <laughs> so mammoth. It could really do incredible things. Exactly, yeah. And dude. she's like, honey, no, you didn't really see a dick that big. He's like, honey, I did. I saw it. I know I saw it. It was huge. It's like it's the biggest thing. She's like, no, you're having another nightmare. He's like, no, I saw it. It's like you, if you love your GF so much, you know that you're constantly letting her down with your small ding dong. So it's like, dude, go out there. There's like, it's like, dude, if we, if you just go over that mountain, there's a river down there and it's perfect and it's got everything you need. But over here, it's like this little pond and yeah, sure, it's water and like, we're no, we're not thirsty, but like, there's better stuff out there. Well, dude. you might be a small pond, but there's beautiful fish in yeah, your, in your water, yeah. dude. Thank you. Yeah, and I don't think like angelfish. Your your GF you, like she she. I saw you guys bone. You did That's one true time story, on accident. True story. So yeah. and I was not. I Sounds fun. No intentionality to it. I came home. This dude had the it's left the me. doors open. Oh, oh, me, it was like a, heat of the moment. Dude. Being at a museum of like Strider's euphoria, and then um. Story, I, 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 you know, I had that moment where I was shocked, but yeah, they were in flagrante and, and they were, they had left the human realm. They had transcended to wow. a different place yeah, doors of, only work of happiness. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. true. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was in the moment, dude, but, uh, I'm glad that we have that bond, dude, deep in our life. Oh, absolutely, dude. dude. Yeah. I'm, I'm a hundred percent confident that the way you use it far exceeds anything she needs thank you yeah and let me just say this let me throw this out on the table if i was ever having marital issues and uh it was due to lack of dong size i would be like go see joe yeah and what do you what what would i do then (laughs) do what you do (laughs) oh all right yeah (laughs) if it's uh if it's agreed upon yeah, you'll do your job. You're a man of honor. Dude, would you say that mellower dudes have big dongs? Like, I can't picture a dude who's, like, wily energy. Like, oh, dude, what are we doing today, dude? Like, let's let's chill. Having a big dong. Yeah, I agree. You know what I'm saying? Like, dudes who've got big dongs probably lay back, and they're like, all right, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Although, I will tell you right now, dude, JT has a good-sized dong, dude. No. A good-sized Thank dong, you, dude. dude. This is a good-sized dong. Well, <laughs> I became a, well, I became an, I became a dude who hangs dong because I thought it was so small. Hangs and, dong. Like, pulls my... I used to, like, streak a lot. And then... Or, like, hang Hilarious. out at parties oh, naked. Right. It was chill. Thank you, thank you. Thank I loved you. it, dude. Because I worry about it sometimes. But uh, I, I did it because in junior high, this girl spread a rumor, but it was true that I had a really small penis because she said, it, like... I was, like, mooning somebody, and she said she saw it somehow. Oh, you goaded her? Yeah, I mean, but uh, accidentally. Yeah. And then she, she, she was an older girl, a little more experienced, and she was like, hey, I saw... 
JT's little dick, and that spread like wildfire around the school. Brutal. And I lost every argument. Every time I got in an argument with somebody, they'd be like, you have the smallest dick ever. And I'd just be like, oh. <laughs> and everybody would be like, yeah, you, you lose, JT. So once I got to high school, I was like, dude, like, I was dude. like, I'm not going to like, I'm not going to wait for people to find this out and then be humiliated again. So I would just hang on. But then it grew. And and at some point, people would come up to me and be like, hey, you got a pretty good sized dick. And I was like, I was so deeply conditioned to think it was small. I was like, no, it's small, it's small, it's small. And they were like, no, no, it's solid. And I was like, all right, cool, cool. But I mean, I, I still don't know, you know, for sure. But well, that's good because you don't want to be going into arguments with a small dick. No, yeah, dude. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I hate, yeah. Dude, I think, um, dude, Chad, if you ever run for like, office or council dude and you have to have debates this just made me think like if you're like in an argument with someone and dude jt's super smart genius guy dude come on awful dude like um dude and the thing is like if you're able you're probably winning that argument 10 times over but then someone just comes in with the hammer of oh dude but you have a small dick so dude if you're ever in a forum and you're going against an opponent who's a dude i think you have it won if you just you just tell them you got a small dick straight up, dude. I, I, yeah, but I'd love to elevate past where, like, the dick size even counts into the argument because I feel like it's not always pertinent. Well, what is, you know uh, what I mean? like, big dick energy? That's, like, a word people are saying nowadays. Yeah. What does that mean? Just, like, confidence? Yeah, but I really – I mean, I've, I've, I've labeled friends that before who have big dicks, that they have big dick energy, but I think it's I've, – I, I've, I've been so blessed to have so many friends with big dicks, and they really run the gamut of personality traits. Like some of them are neurotic, some of them are quiet, some of them are braggadocious. It's like, it, it, there's all kinds of big dick dudes out there. Yeah. And all kinds of small dick guys too. True, true. Dude, I remember there's this one guy in high school. <clears throat> um, I'm gonna call him Carl, cause I don't wanna use his real name. But Carl was, he had the rep, dude. He like, the people were like, dude, I saw Carl in the locker room, freaking hammer, hammer town. And that's what he was known for. And, I, and that's when I saw sort of the dark side of having a huge dong. It's like, this can be a burden, you know? And he, he would just be like, I'd be like, oh, Carl, what up, dude? And just sort of be like, you know, I'd have this energy like, dude, like, I know for sure that you got a piece under there. And it was just more like he had sort of like this deep sadness because he's like, I'm more than that. Oh, you know what dude. I mean? Yes. Yeah, I've seen that happen there. to people. Like, yeah. I'm more than my third. <laughs> I'm more than my third leg. And it's yeah. like. It's like, damn, dude, like, I'm sorry to just, like, like, you're also a really cool dude, so. Adam Sandler's character in Funny People is like, oh, all these women are attracted to me, and then I have sex with them, and I always leave them disappointed, because mm-hmm. he can't live up to, like, the image that they've built up of him. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like guys with big dongs have that same pressure, yeah. where it's like, oh, you're the big dong guy, so you have to be exceptional, like, from a visual and performance perspective, or you're going to be... You're going to be letting people down. Yeah. True. Dude, so did you guys hear about this uh, journalist who was killed in the uh, Saudi Arabian embassy in mm-hmm. Turkey? Heard about it, dude. Well, unconfirmed. Uh, well, I think they, I think Saudi, I, I don't know if Saudi Arabia has come out with an official statement yet, but I think the, uh, the prince of Saudi Arabia is going to come out and say that it was uh, like a rogue agent who did it, but they are going to acknowledge wow. that he was, in fact, was a journalist from Saudi Arabia. He's from Saudi Arabia, but he was a U.S. What? citizen, I think. Oh. oh, wow. Working for the Washington Post, and he was highly critical and dismembered. Of the Saudi, yeah, they dismembered his body. Jeez, so he went dude. in. So he went to the embassy with his wife to get papers that showed, or for his marriage, with right? his soon-to-be wife to get paperwork that confirmed that he was divorced, so he could get married. And his wife was just waiting outside the whole time, or soon-to-be wife, rather. Sorry. And um, then, like, she didn't, he didn't come out at any point, so she reported him missing. And I think they said that um, 15 guys interrogated him and then chopped him up into little itty-bitty pieces. 
Damn. And this guy, wow. I, I, I don't know what? much about it, but I Wikipedia'd him. The, the journalist who died used to be friends with Osama bin Laden, but he stopped being friends with him after 9-11. Which is one of the all-time, like, I know my buddy's crazy, but I don't think he's that crazy. And then at some point, you're like, all right, I got to cut ties with this guy. For sure, dude. This yeah. Guy that broke the camel's back. Yeah. You get a few DUIs, I get it, dude. Everyone makes mistakes, dude. But, you yeah. know. Dude, my, my buddy did 9-11, dude. I, yeah. I really liked Twin Towers. And yeah, dude. Yeah. really added to the skyline. Yeah. It Trust me, he was going through a rough patch. Yeah. yeah, he was a good guy, but then he punched that innocent waiter at a restaurant. That's like, <laughs> This is like that on like the grandest scale. Yeah. Big time, dude. Yeah, because I guess he was one of the only like um, like uh, encouragers of peace in Osama's circle. Like He'd be like, Osama, try like a nonviolent way. And then Osama was like, yeah, I'll think about it. And then he was like, nah, dude. 9-11. Damn, dude. What an epic dude. falling out. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know why, so like why, so we're upset because it was an American and like we're trying to figure out like what our recourse should be. I mean, yeah, if it's an American citizen, that definitely, you know, involves us a lot. But even dude, even if he's not an American citizen, that's whack that they're freaking chopping up journalists. Yeah, dude. either way. It's certainly whack. He's really critical of the king, right? And I the, think so, yeah. The king's yeah. about to be like, uh, yeah, he's dead. Yeah. Um, and there's nothing really. And say that he had no hand in it, but I, yeah. you know, obviously that's suspect because his uh, his secret desire would probably have been for that guy to die. Journalism is a tough racket. Yeah, dude. In terms of the, uh, you don't get paid a lot, and it's dangerous, dude. I think, but that's why they get into it, right? Yeah, dude. In it's a grind, dude. Even if you're freaking a journalist, like say you want to do sports or something, dude, you got to go to like I don't know Delaware and cover like Division three freaking men's volleyball or something yeah, like right. that, dude. And then they like, make you start at the bottom. Great, dude. I mean, that beat's getting dismembered in Saudi Arabia, but still unchill. Absolutely. But you just got to stay positive. Be like, dude, do I really want this? The, and then there was another news story that's scary specifically for Chad, dude. What up? Did you see that robot doing parkour? Because we were yeah. debating AI, and we were like, oh, there'll never be a robot that can do, like stunts and stuff like that but this robot wants to be the next tom cruise and i'm not with it dude yeah i don't like that either fuck that and what's with these these scientists you know it's like dude why don't you work on like you know the ketogenic diet or something you know why are you making these robots we already have action movies that kick ass what are you doing? Why don't you work on like a sunscreen that protects us while simultaneously allowing us to get as tan as we would have nice, without it. Yeah. And that yeah. boosts the morale, both morale and health of the coral reefs. Yeah. It's like if you if you put on the sunscreen and you get in the ocean and it and it gets into the coral reefs, the coral reefs are like, oh, thank you. This is like fertilizer and I feel stoked. It's like the green juice. If the, reefs. If the turn is coming though and robots are going to supplant us as like the, I don't know, the primary entity on earth. How should we celebrate like our going out party? Because I don't want to be like hard on the robots when no, we take we don't, over. No, uh, we don't surrender. Oh, so you're thinking like John Connors. Right, yeah. Or Sarah Connors. Yeah, we don't let the robots take over. So we don't submit? No, definitely not. What do you do with these humans that are accelerating their kind of um, impending takeover? Well, is this a real thing or a hypothetical that you're talking about? I don't know. That's the thing, dude. Is we don't know. And I don't even know if we'd see it coming, dude. I mean, I'll, humans were so versatile like I mean, I guess if they're doing parkour now, like robots you think they're going to they're dumb and they're just kind of like very slow and robotic. Moving. Yeah, very robotic. Um 
I think we're too versatile to allow that takeover to happen. It's tough. Dude, in the video, though, that song that was playing, I was like, this would be a good song to bone to. Did you guys? Yeah, it was like like intelligent techno, dude. Oh, dude. It's intellectually provoking, uh, provocative. Yeah, techno uh, is a good bone. So it's it's like primal and intellectual at the same time? Dude, it was. Wow. It really captured, like, what these robots were all about, I felt like. Sick, dude. That's really sick. What up, dude? Do you think there'd be a rager like in uh, The Matrix 3? Deuce. Oh, dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think so. Dude. Yeah. Did them know we danced. That was probably... Dude. Oh, dude. Like, when they were just, like, half naked, just, like, in, like, mud, just, like... Grinding. Get, I'm like, damn. That's probably what'll happen, like, when the robots take over, we'll get as, like... We'll get back to our roots and just be like full on like carnal and nature and primal and all that kind of shit and just we're just gonna grind, dude. So maybe that's a, a good thing when the robots come up, we get back to our roots and we get we just grind. We'll differentiate ourselves even more by our most human qualities, yeah. And so we'll strip away a lot of like the robotic qualities that we've kind of built into ourselves, like staring yeah. at our phone all day and we'd be like, fuck the phone. Yeah, I'm done with all robotics. I'm just about movement, feeling, and yeah. expression, dude. Correct. Yeah, with and Lawrence then we're gonna Fishburne. and where's what's the best? And yeah, on the dance floor with Lawrence Fishburne, MC, and yeah, and fucking maybe we get Jamie Fox up there. Oh, dude. And then dude. we just start bumping bodies, dude. Yeah. I got my dogs near me, dude. Yeah, maybe. The military captain's like, hey, can we work on some defenses? And I'm like, I got nothing to defend, bro. I'm wide open. I'm here now, dude. Maybe yeah, maybe Boom. maybe the robots will be a good thing because they take care of all the the menial stuff, the jobs and shit, and they're like, humans, just get back to, just start boning. And we're like, thank you. Yeah, when we're you put free. it that way, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That sounds legit, dude. Fuck yeah. Do Hoppe with Troy. Oh, dude. Troy was a uh, health guru we had come in here who blew some Amazonian powders up our nose. Oh, yeah. Really? How, yeah. how did it make you guys feel? Blew, I cried. Blew, yeah. Really? It blew my mind wide open. I threw up a lot. Troy said that's all what you're supposed to do, so I guess I, I did well. Wow. Hell yeah, dude. It was, I mean, it was a fucking tremendous experience. Yeah, pe- people ask me, I'm, I'm like, I don't even really remember. I was just, it was just an influx of just like everything, and I was just like, I'm sweating and uh, kind of paranoid. But it taught me to just go with the flow. That's it, what you got to like do. like ayahuasca. Yeah. Just ride. Just go on the ride. Don't force it. Don't try and stop it. Hop on that freaking goliath roller coaster and make that drop i was i was powerless for sure because i was trying to like control it and he was like dude stop trying to control it. and i just had to let it like run through me i would not describe it as fun though mm. it's not like a fun drug to do it's yeah. not like you know just getting high or like doing molly or something it's like it's a it it helps you by beating you up a little bit in my experience yeah it's like how does that help because it forces you you confront you confront the negative energy within your dome. Oh wow! Yeah, that's bleached that, or not? That scares you a little bit, huh, Joe? Yeah, I, I wouldn't take it. I don't think. Dude, I remember again. You when um like the last time you did Adderall, you went to a wedding and you were like the prince of the wedding because Adderall gave you that boost. But then you didn't sleep for three days and you came up to me and you were like, John, I'm a pretty dark guy. <laughs> I said it like that. Yeah, you were like, like, I'm a dark guy. Well, you were like, I've been up for three days. So your thoughts had like degraded to a point from like, you know, from when we're all at our like. Yeah, I had a, I had a really bad uh, come down. 
And I, I think you said, yeah, because like, your thoughts probably got pretty gnarly after a couple of days of not sleeping, and you were like, I'm a dark guy. But I knew you weren't a dark guy. I knew you were just situationally dark. Yeah, that was a bad spot to be in. Yeah. Yeah, that was the last time I messed around with that stuff. Dude, we talked about this last night. What would you guys do if you saw someone about to burn an American flag? Oh, dude. I mean, are they just doing this, like, in the city? You're just, like, walking down the street. You walk by a park, and you just see some guy lay out a flag, drench it in some lighter fluid, and then strike a big match. Full-on tackle. That's what I said. You said you'd get sad. I thought that was a... Well, yeah, I said, I, well, I said I'd get somebody in tabletop them for one. Tabletop is a good move. Yeah. Because it involves a bro, too. Yeah, you can get it. one of your boys in on it. That's I like what I'm, that. Yeah. I, think. I would be your boy. I would do that if I was with you. I'd, I would be the table and let you top them. Nice. Yeah, That's I like sick. to push. Do you have to let him burn the flag first because it's, like, constitutionally protected to express your, like, discontent? No. No. Don't let him do it. You steal the flag and you tabletop that dude. Absolutely right. Tough to do anything strong after getting tabletop too. It's a deeply humbling experience. Well, that's the thing. I, I don't think I don't think they would get up after that. They'd be like, "All right, I gotta get. I gotta go home now. I just got tabletopped. Bruised you know? ego. Yeah, because they probably think they're on top of the world. They're like, they're like, yeah, I'm taking a stance, and you're like, you're taking nothing. You're taking a table and it's gonna top your ass. Yeah, yeah, dude. I, lo- I respect that, dude, more than anything. All right. Anything else, guys? We got five more minutes till the calls. Oh, dude, I can't even wait. Dude, I'm just stoked that we were, we're in here, dude. We talked about yeah. our dongs for a long time, dude, but I'm we stoked. haven't talked so about them together talk, yeah. for a little bit. Dude. I'm stoked on it. I, I, think, I think it's a nuanced dong conversation. Yeah, and once a month you got to return to the dong. Very true, dude. Dude, Very I, I, true. speaking of dongs, like I, you know, I, yeah, I get self conscious that we talk about dongs so much. But I went to the Broad Museum. It's Broad, oh. not Broad, Joe. Joe kept trying to say it's Broad. I've heard it's Broad from multiple people. But whatever you want, you guys want to weigh in on this? I, it's I think it's Broad, dude. Because it's a family, right? Isn't it the yeah. Broad family? Yeah. And I guess it's like how they develop Mr. And Mrs. their KB Broad homes. Say. KB oh, really? Homes, all the track homes in Orange County, they're responsible for it. Oh, yeah. damn, dude. But so they got, like, a massive art collection. They have Bang. a museum in L.A. I went with the girl I've been seeing, and then, um, dude, I was blown away. All modern art is just dongs. Every piece is like, and this is secretly about the way we relate to penises and the way the penis is representative of this and that. But it's all oh. dicks. Hmm. Nah. Damn, yeah, dude. I'm good. They had one of a, it was like, I mean, it was a part of a larger piece, but it was all these black silhouettes against a white wall, probably 50 feet around. And one of them was um, a, a slave owner woman sucking a young slave boy's dick while he had a funnel in his butt and her daughter was behind it, like eating his shit. It was a small part of a much larger piece. It happened to be the girl I was with's favorite piece of the whole museum, too, which speaks volumes about her artistic appreciation. It's not very subtle. No, no. I think it'd be interesting if you were taking the audio tour to hear what the uh, prescribed language was dissecting that, that piece. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I like, hearing some I like barn to talk art. about it, dude. Well, yeah. This is the funnel, which is representative of the ec- economic uh, stratus at the time. Freaking yeah. Barno, dude. Anytime <laughs> I see someone take an audio tour, dude, fucking want to tabletop them bad, yeah. dude. But they're educating themselves, and I respect that, dude. But uh, it's like that guy in Midnight in Paris, 
that one character. Yeah, Michael Sheen's character. Yeah, dude, and he's like, if I'm not mistaken, this was uh, oh. Rodan's, and he with the mistress, Monique or something, and he's disagreeing with the hot ass French Carla tour Bruni, guide. Dude. She's like, yeah. I'm certain it was the wife, not the mistress, and he's like, no, 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 no. Oh, and then when yeah. he's like, he's like snuggling with uh, Rachel McAdams, Owen Wilson, he's like. Yeah, these pheromones, they just got me going. It's like, oh, wine and sex, hmm? I guess it gets the pheromones going, but hurts the performance, am I right? And it's like, dude, kill yourself. Yeah. Right now. Don't weigh in, bro. Yeah. yeah. Your pseudo-intellectual dog shit can go fucking down the creek. Dude, for sure. Dude, you got to run, you got to game check your game, dude. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, dude, yes. In front of call. your boys. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, yeah. if you're running game... And your boys are like, what's this guy doing, dude? It's bad, dude. If you're in a game and you're not changing yourself and you're being you, and your boys are like, well, that's just how freaking Chad is, dude, or that's how freaking Maurice is. He's legit. He likes to talk about coffee and stocks, which I get, dude, and I love that. And it's like, he's not changing it up, you know? If you're like having to like, ooh, convince someone that you're smart and you read a book, it's like, fuck out of here, dude. Yeah, when you hear someone running weak game, and not weak in the fact that it's not working, but just like weak in the fact that they're like portraying themselves as like an elevated person. You're just like, I can't be around this. That was always something I liked about our friend John is that like he ran game, yeah, and it was actually fun for me to listen to. Like it was good game, but also when I was listening to, it, I was like, hey, this is really fun. Dude, it was yeah. working on everyone. It was working dude. on everybody. Yeah. yeah. But then again, what maybe it wasn't even game. He was just this guy. He was dude. just being cool. Just turning it on. Yeah. Yeah. You got a game, and yeah, that's like people like Q and A. It's like you should never ask a question at a Q and A. Because every no. question at a Q&A is really just like, look at me, I get it, I want to tell everybody I get it. That's the first 90% of the question. Yeah. And then at the end, they just like tack on a question. Yeah, dude. Yeah. You're like, not nah, Exactly. It's yeah. terrible, dude. We should do a Q&A and just anyone who asks a question, we're like, nope. You should just do that, <laughs> tack, say so much information, and then say, where's the bathroom at the end of it? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. And where's the bathroom? Mm-hmm. I had a question. I had a question. Oh, yeah. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, and blah, 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 blah. And then the th- 16th century, blah, 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 blah. All right, here we go. Dude, stoked for this. What do you got there? Dude, got this is Collins, calls dude. Coming in. Wow. Hopefully. This is legendary. Wait, so I just I just hit this. Have dudes been listening right now? Yeah. No, is this? No, it's not live. Okay, no. okay, okay. Oh, now, are we going to hear it on here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. Nice. Sorry, that's so loud, guys. It's all good. Hello, is it? Hey, what up, dude? You're on with the uh, Going Deep with Chad and JT podcast. We got Strider and Uncle Joe here. What's up, dude? What up? What up? Oh, dude, what is up? How y'all doing? Good, dude. How are you? Doing all right. Just chilling. Uh, yeah, I got a, I got a question for uh, J- or for Strider, actually. What up, dude? What up, Strider? What up, dude? Hey, dude. Uh, yeah, so I, I live in Arkansas and... Uh, I think I think me and you are more similar than we are different. I'll just say that. Uh, so I'm also a real tall dude. Legend. I have a similar issue of having just a significantly undersized dog. My dog, um, dude. But yeah, yeah. My issue is I'm single, uh, so it's not not as easy for me. I think I was just wondering if you could give me some pointers on how to appreciate my small dog for what it is. And, dude, so how glad. To appreciate my own body. Dude, first of all, dude, everybody's unique, dude, and you're a freaking unique dank, dude. And all I got to say is, dude, you called in on the right day because we actually talked about our dongs quite a bit on the pod today. And uh, what I'd say is, dude, as being a tall dude that puts you at somewhat of a disadvantage to make your small dong look extra small, and in fact, dude, it's not even that bad. 
And dude, you just gotta do sure. you gotta do what I do, dude. And you know, taking advice from my dank dogs, JT and Chad, dude. Not necessarily Joe, because Joe's got a freaking monster behemoth dong. So, um, but <laughs> dude, but dude, that's chill. He's he's a chill dude, and he's a humble dude. But dude, what you gotta do is freaking be the best you you can, dude. Freaking go out there, hang with the boys, be a freaking nice dude, despite like even chicks responding to the dudes that are cool guys wearing leather, driving jaguars. Nah, dude, freaking go out, grind for tips. Have integrity, dude, and trust me, dog. A chick that is gonna that is gonna pick up on that good vibes, dude. And she's gonna freaking when you when you get with you when you have a small dong, dude. When a chick is willing to have repeat sex with you, dude, means she likes you, dude. Lock it down, dude. That's what I do with my GF, dude. Freaking went out of the way to make her happy, dude. Freaking, I'm talking breakfast in bed, dude. I'm freaking talking learn how to cook something dank, dude. Uh, get your calves lit get your your traps lit dude work on your core put an extra minutes at the gym dude i mean dude i could go on at length opposite of our dongs about this right now but um dude just be you you sound like a legit dog your energy on the phone is chill fucking love my dog dude all right much love guys thank you oh and dude i would also say mick jagger has a really small dong and that that didn't stop him from being maybe the premier sex symbol of the 20th century so I think Are you uh, saying I could be the premier sex symbol of the 20th century. I'm saying your I will is bigger than your I dong, and so Lord, Lord. it's still there's no excuses. It's still up to you to to be the best big dong in other ways you can be. Yeah, let that small dong that. propel you into full optimization of yourself. And that soon enough, you'll have a GF get you under her thumb, dude. Be legit. <laughs> Jump wild. Good ref, dog. Boom. All right, dude. Thanks for calling in, man. Good luck. And uh, you got some heavy balls, dog. <laughs> Thanks, brother. Later, dude. Peace, Later, dude. Man. Later. Later. Great first call. Love that call, dude. And, dude, that's that guy hit me up on uh, Insta, dude. Oh, and sick. he followed through yeah. with his word. So, dude, just keep doing that, dude. Follow through with your word. Evan, was it? Yeah, Good Arkansas, guy. dude. I bet you he lays pipe, dude. I bet he's got a bigger dong than he thinks, dude. He's probably 6'5", too. Hey! Oh, what up, dude? You're on with uh, Chad, JT, Uncle Joe, and Strider on the Going Deep and Chad, JT podcast. What up? Nothing much. Just feeling bummed out that the bird skaters and cities around me are getting banned and taken away. Damn, dude, I'm sorry to hear that. Sorry, dude. Tragic. Wondering what your thoughts about that were. The banning of the scooters? I'm, I'm glad to yeah. hear it. Oh, joke. Joe, could you resist? Well, no, I, I just, um, yeah, no, I, I, that's good news. I, It was fun for a week, and then it's like, okay, let's get back to being people again, okay? Do you, you, think, you think the scooters are taken away from who we are? Yeah, Why? yeah, I do. Cause, um, cause cars and bikes is enough. We don't need scooters, also. Yeah, and Morse code was enough, but we still just try to try to amp up to the telephone at some point, dude. You can't. Well, maybe we should have just stayed with Morse code. You can't fight change, dog. Dude, I'll, I'm gonna share an anecdote that recently I had a dank experience where freaking Chad 
was on captaining an e-scooter, dude. Oh, and I was riding dude. on the back, dude, holding on to his legit lats and pecs because he freaking paddles out on that. Probably, what is that new 5'8 fishtail you got, dude, or something? Squash, yeah. Legit, dude. Anyway, dude, it felt dank to be cruising with my, my bro like that. Maybe you should jump on the back of mine, Joe, and I'll give you a good ride, dog. Yeah, I've never ripped down ones. Oh, oh dude. 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 Uh, yeah, I remember I was, drive- I was riding a scoot, and you drive by in your car, and you're like, what the hell? And just drive off. I'm like, you got to give it a chance, my dog. Because I've never bonded so much with Stryer. It, it, it was like 10 solid minutes of just, like, connection. It was a blast, dude. It was a blast. Full trust. So, young Stoker, I'm sorry, dude, that Joe came in. Um, you know, with the opposite point of view and came in hard with it. But that's also democracy, you know? We have to be able to entertain all notions, even if they are sometimes, you know, repugnant to us. Too true, dude. (laughs) That is true. Joe, would you be willing to test one out? Yeah. Yeah, I would do it inside somewhere first. I don't want to do it outside. Like inside, like a skate rink or something? Yeah, like a gym. Or like a parking lot, like a a Target parking lot? Yeah, a Target parking lot would be good. All right, thank you. Later, doggy. Later. Sound like you just got done with practice, dude. Tired, right. just chilling out. So let's let me hit the boys. Exactly. Sipping on a Pedialyte. Did he say what city that was? I don't in? know. I don't think he did, dude. It is happening nationwide, though. It's a full-on epidemic. Oh wow. so many calls dude it's crazy i can do this forever dude hey what up dude you're on the going deep with chad and jt podcast we also got uncle joe and strider here what's up dude Yo, what up what, what up, up dog what's what's up, up, dude? long time listener first time caller nice uh, Cusio, go yeah. dodgers and nice. uh shout out from north california baby oh what oh, up dog dude. norcal dude what up oh it's working man. yeah <laughs> uh uh, uh, yo, how you guys doing? Spider, what's up? Dude, what up, dog? Just chilling right now, dude. Freaking uh, yeah. hella tight, dude. NorCal style with my boys right now, dude. Yo. Yeah. Sorry. Well, uh, yeah, it's good to be on. Um, I don't know. I'm just calling because uh, uh, my, my, my stoke level's pretty much off the charts most of the time. Freaking. Uh, Hell yeah, dude. You guys... You guys remind me a lot of my squad, freaking a bunch of like wild fools. Uh, I don't know, just like Dang. to rage and get down, freaking. We've all known each other for a damn long time, most of us in school and stuff. Hell yeah, dude. And, uh, yeah, but uh, I don't know. I've been kind of having like a big bummer lately. Uh, one of my, one of my like best homies, like my my dog, freaking. Uh, this year he got, uh, he's been hooked on heroin and. Yeah, I don't know. It's been tough. <laughs> I feel like I'm watching my friend fade away. I'm sorry, man. How how old are you? Twenty-two. What um? What's your friend's situation like? Is he um? Does he have like a strong uh, support system around him? Yeah. Besides besides friends, nah, not real. I don't know. So just, I won't go too much into detail. Or whatever. It's like it's not like horrible or nothing it's like not like not like like it's just uh i don't know he's just like pretty into it and he's just not the same like lately you know he just doesn't like doing the things that like we used to do he like don't play music no more or hang out or 
hardly ever see him. He's, he's, he's I don't know. It's just been tough. I've just been just been dealing with that, and, and I hardly ever get to talk to him or see him or nothing. And like I said, I just feel like I'm watching my homie, my home dog, just like fade away. And I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna confront him soon about it. Like when I get the chance, anyways. But uh. Yeah, yeah uh, I'm. I don't, I don't really know. I'm not even. I'm not even really asking it for advice as much as I'm then. Uh, it's just like, what do you like? I don't know. Like in, in the end, like I keep like tossing it around, and like in the end, it's like, what do you do? Just kind of like, I mean, I, you can. I mean, like I said, I'm gonna confront him. You can try as hard as you can, with, like, just, like tell people how you feel, whatever. But I don't know. You like just kind of accept that you gotta like watch people you love fade at the end of the day, or. I don't know. I mean, yeah, you know, if if he's committed to that life, there is a limit to what you can do, but that doesn't mean you have to watch him fade. You you still can, like you said, express your frustration with what's going on, and you can also, you know, if, if you feel up to it, uh, like a more full-scale intervention could be helpful, mm-hmm. especially if he's close to a bottom where he might be receptive to uh, that sort of thing. But, I mean... At minimum, I appreciate you calling in, and and I can tell you, yeah, I can tell I you really I, I, care I about your buddy. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like I said, that like uh, dude's like my brother. For you know, it's, it's tough. Uh, intervention's not really my style. I appreciate the advice, man. Yeah, man. I think best thing you can do is you know be there for him, support him, and love him. And um, you know, it's uh. Yeah, I'm sorry you're going through that, man. It's tough. But uh, yeah, dude, it's not easy, man. I got a brother who's uh, addicted to stuff too, bro. So just, dude, at the end of the day, they gotta want to change, dude. Your boy's gotta yeah. want to change it for himself. You can't force it on him. Don't burden yourself yeah. too much with it. As much as you do, you sound like an empathetic bro. And uh, relating to you, like I've got a brother going through the same stuff. So, dude, just be there when you can. It can be a lonely road, dude. Give him the options. Uh, let him know. Uh, you know there is an out and there's that's not you know something you're into or like to see him go that way don't be too aggressive about it but uh you know hit him with some options i'm sure there's some stuff online dude and happy to be a crew of bros you can listen to sometimes that's what you need dog thank you for sure yeah i just try to be like i try to be the best friend as i can as i can be to him or whatever still i mean just like always or whatever and just i don't don't know if i can have we haven't gotten like too serious about about that kind of stuff or like serious crap and i don't know it's then I definitely gotta like try at least to be serious about it. But, but yeah, I'm sorry, man. That sounds really tough. Yeah, no, sorry. <laughs> your guys is proper again. I appreciate this fucking. No, no, no. It, fucking, I, <laughs> we we appreciate you calling in. Good. Yeah, dude. Hey, how you got your crew of boys, dude? You got a sounds like you got a fun crew of wild boys oh, you like dude. hanging with. Oh man, I I got a good squad. Freaking like like my 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 boys like my home dogs. That's freaking. what I'm saying. Nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Been fucking partying on for a long goddamn time, and fucking the rest of us ain't ain't stopping anytime soon. <laughs> oh yo, dogs. Um, my other question was uh, have you fools seen the movie Pain and Gain? It's got Rock and Marky Mark in it. Fucking Hell Mark yeah. Of course. Hell yeah, yeah, dude. Of course. Yeah. If it takes place in Miami, we've seen it. Exactly. Dude, Multiple times, dude. Tight. He was so he was so swollen that Michael dude. Bay movie with The Rock and dude, Mark Wahlberg. That oh. first act is just pure fire, dude. It pure makes me fire. Just, makes me oh, just yeah. do pull-ups. That whole movie's fire. Yeah, it makes me want to do pull-ups on the beach in Miami like 
for the rest of my life. True, dude. Working out outdoors, dude, like Muscle Beach in Venice, dude, they got it right, dude. With yeah. your boys outdoors getting jacked. Yo, yeah. Strider, fucking, oh, yeah, yeah, fucking, thanks so much, dude. Strider, fucking, uh, hope you're released with your girls going fucking good. Fuckin'. Oh, dude. <laughs> dude, I appreciate that, dude. No, dude, yeah, we're reaching new levels of intimacy, dude. It's freaking so dank right now, dude. Just really just chilling, dude. Feeling Hell right, yeah. dude. Hell yeah, my man. That's so good. Appreciate my dog. All right, dogs. Later, brother. Thanks, guys. Later. Later, dude. Later. Good guy. I like how that guy said, I like how that guy said, fucking. Yeah. Yeah, I noticed, mm. I noticed that. Yeah. Freaking. Freaking. In my squad, dude. <laughs> so you were getting dude. hit up on the... While he was on, the other people were hitting you up. On. Yeah, it worked for like a second. Yeah. And now it's not working again, so I might go back to calling. Dude, you have 56, 58 unread texts. <laughs> you animal, dude. I see one, I'm like, what is that, dude? Yeah. yeah. 39,000 emails, dude. 39,000. Oh my God. There could be some important shit dude, in there. Dude, your gym's trying to get in contact with you bad, dude. <laughs> I got 20, I got, so many fucking offers I got on there. 27,000 emails. Oh, you 27, beast, dude. Dude, yeah. dude, am I allowed to take a leak while you live for this? Yeah, we might just call. That's and then, fine, yeah. Yeah, you come in. be quiet. Aaron, do we have to be out by six? Yes. Okay. Oh, we do? Yeah, All right. Gotta do ads. 524. Beast Legends. All right. Strider, who is your babe of the week? Dude, my babe of the week has got to be, um, honestly, dude, I've been getting a lot of flack because I've always been saying, like, that it's my GF. And it is my GF, dude. But because, dude, she got a freaking haircut. And a lot of times, dude, I don't know, but dudes don't know this. Maybe you dudes do now, though, because you bleach your dome for the coral. But, dude, it can be an emotional experience going in there, dude. A lot of ladies get a lot of pressure for their physicality, yeah. dude. And, like, I try to empathize with that as much as I can, dude. So I freaking gave my GF a ride to her haircut. And, dude, she looked freaking beautiful going in and even beautiful coming out, dude. And sometimes she'll get emotional after it, dude. So I just got to say she's a legend for freaking not getting emotional, dude. Beautiful. Hell, yeah. Joe, who is your babe of the week? Uh, my babe of the week is uh, my friend Julie. She's... Uh, kind of revamped my life i would say she's got me into this whole cleaning kick now where i'm i'm obsessed with being clean i've got new pillows um i'm, I'm mopping i'm swiffering i'm doing it all I, place is immaculate now thanks to her she's kind of given me that boost that i needed dude i walked by your room today and i wanted to take a photo of it like your bed was made like i just walked into a hotel oh yeah and i was like a chic and every day it's gonna be like that and dude, more like Julie is like um, not to be disrespectful to her, but she's like a smoking hot woman, you know? Yeah, that's not disrespectful. She's like a sister, mother, cousin, all in one. It's awesome. Yeah, nice dude. Chad, who is Pressure. your babe of the week? Dude, my babe of the week is my dog Dave. My dog Dave. So I had a little college reunion this past weekend uh, with a bunch of my dogs and and chicks too, uh, just for my class. And we were all meeting up, and my dog Dave came in with a fire mustache, dude. And I'm talking, like, barbershop style, like, something that freaking Joe could grow, just, yeah. like, super mm. thick. He comes in, partying so hard, just, like, bringing the good vibes. And I'm like, Dave, what up, dude? So good to see you, man. And he's like, dude, what up? I'm like, that, that stash is fire. And he's like, dude, I'm eating ass tonight. And I just want to, like, give him props for, like... 
really just sort of like coming in hot, making a statement, and embodying sort of the mustache lifestyle and just being like, dude, I grew this and um, I'm on a mission and uh, I'm really going to take this look to full advantage. Not sure if he followed through with the whole eating aspect, but I just, he was just told babe. And I, I saw him like outside the little party, the, what was probably a big party, uh, the big party we had, just like wandering around blacked out. I brought him back to the hotel and um, he was just a fucking legend the whole time. Just really just amped up all the vibes. So Dave, you're my babe. My babe of the week is Saquon Barkley. Dude. Whoa. Rookie running back for the New York Giants. We are doing this on the Monday following his Thursday night performance against, uh, who'd they play? Eagles, dude. The Philadelphia Eagles. And um, he was phenomenal. I mean, his two-yard runs are worthy of folklore. I mean, he the first guy never gets him down. He has a low center of gravity, thighs that are the size of sequoias, oh, yeah. acceleration, agility and a determination not to go down i mean he just has that mindset he's like you are not going to bring me down with an arm tackle and watching him is watching physical genius in action and i mean i don't know if the giants should have selected him number two they could have used a quarterback and eli is way past being out to pasture i mean he is hot garbage and with the weapons he has they should be better regardless of the offensive line but i don't want to focus on that i want to focus on saquon dude Mm. because running backs they have a temporary lifespan anything could go wrong but right now, watching him is just the best thing on TV, dude. And I love his discipline. I love his workouts. And I love his cool, modest demeanor. I mean, I love when my athletes are expressive and they talk shit and they celebrate. But there's this other thing that's really cool about Saquon where like, sometimes he'll score and he'll just toss the ball to the referee and run back to the sidelines. It's just business as usual for him. And for him, just the doing it is worth it enough. And I don't know, man. I just have not seen a running back like him. I mean, I think Adrian Peterson was the best natural runner I ever saw besides Barry Sanders, but he couldn't catch the rock like Saquon could. I mean, every attribute that you can have as a running back, catching, running, um, blocking, agility, whatever, he's a 10 at every one of those attributes. And it's just like uh, God has blessed us. And thank you, Saquon. He's on my fantasy team too. So Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Most impressive about him when he hurdles guys, like he literally hurdles guys. When he's coming down from the hurdle, he'll get tackled, he'll get hit, and he'll still land firm and still running never seen anybody do that strider who is your legend of the week see here dude um dude my legend of the week's got to be my jeff because freaking dude we she got me this picture of um la the city that's like it's got some feminine colors on it dude but it's like this cool little like kind of pictures like shows you all the different neighborhoods dude and it's like oh that's our neighborhood there and it's pretty dank and um it's gonna go on my desk area, dude. I mean, she decided not to put my camera up in my desk area, but um, she found me a dank frame for this new picture of LA, and that's really tight of her. So I just gotta say, just super, um, super legendary of that, dude. Keeping me in mind, dude, and being a just a freaking dank decision maker and super solid, dude. So I just gotta say, um, yeah, dude, just total, total legendary move. I mean, just honestly making our place look cute and. Um, uh, when it comes time for the holidays, I'd like to have my boys over. A uh, formal invitation right now, dude. Thank like you. cruise over. Uh, maybe we'll make some um, whiskey sours or something. You know, pumpkin spice. Uh, you know, something seasonal, dude. Something nice and something dank. So, yeah, dude. Just uh, mind you, have just being a legend, dude. Just do, doing it right, dude. Oh yeah. I like a Sam Adams winter lager around the holidays. Absolutely, dude. Yeah, dude. 
and you were saying their Oktoberfest is really strong too. Oh, right? it's fantastic beer. Yeah, you can get that twelve pack that has the different ones in there. Dude. Yeah, I that's like a to good do that. The medley. I like yeah. to close my eyes, reach in there, pop it open, sip, and nice little surprise for myself on an evening. Uncle Joe, who is your legend of the week? Am I able to say myself? Yeah. Hell yeah. <clears throat> uh, my legend of the week is uh, Joe Marisi. Um, yeah, you know, I've been feeling really good lately, I got to say. Um, in uh, probably the best physical shape I've been in in a while. Um, been working really hard at my job. Um, as I said a minute ago, I'm very clean. Room's immaculate. It's ready to have uh, visitors, you know, uh, particularly female so um yeah just i've been feeling on top of it right away lately yeah dude Dude, i fucking love that dude dude never underestimate self-love and a lot of times people will go oh dude i have to be humble and humble is nice dude but every once in a while dude reach around and give yourself a fucking pat on the back yeah so you're killing absolutely i'm i'm i agree with that totally dude you deserve a nice good gf and i'd love to double date with your future gf dude yeah that'd be cool you're a major legend dude Thanks. Chad, who is your legend of the week? My legend of the week is Bruce Willis. Nice, dude. So I uh, I watched Armageddon the other day. Harry Stamper, um, dude. Yeah, with the lady friend. What up, Caroline? Um, I watched Armageddon, and dude, they really got it right, man. They, oh, I miss those movies so much. Like, It's just like... Um, they. I, I'm sick of superhero movies. I'm just going to come out and say it, you know? Because, like, we have these superhero movies, and they have these suits on. They're just like, all right, you have your suit, you have your power, whatever. And it's just like, I can't relate to it. But then something like Armageddon comes on. And it's like, all right, the world's going to end. A freaking asteroid is coming to just take it out. Who are we going to turn to? Not some lame-ass superhero. We're going to turn to a ragtag group of dudes, just a bunch of roughnecks, and the one leader who never misses his depth. Bruce Willis and that made the movie so much better you know because it was just like on the characters they're so they're like hilarious they're cool they're funny and Bruce Willis was just like I love this guy you know I want to hang out with him I wish he you know I wish he was my dad everything about him was awesome and he's he's fighting for his daughter oil drillers oil drillers yeah just like a full-on just like blue-collar dude that was just like he's like oh NASA you want to hire me well we got some requests no more taxes bitch you know and um so but bruce willis just kills it in all roles where you just like there's just something about him where you're just like man i want to hang out with this dude i want to grab a beer with this dude i I can't really say the same for like the superhero movies you know i don't want to go grab a beer with friggin aquaman no 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 no. so bruce willis i mean and i saw his other movie death wish that came out last year dude i wasn't expecting much and it came out on fire dude so it was just one of those like revenge stories that was so satisfying at the mm. end when he just like fucking I don't want to give it away but revenge is it felt good it For felt sure, good and dude. and he just uh, I, I don't see him stopping anytime soon so Bruce Willis thank you for just being a, a, an inspiring dude to look up to a relatable action hero that we all love and if I ever meet you I'm going to give you a big hug and buy you a Bud Light my legend of the week is uh, Austin Miller. Oh, dude. Oh, dude. Yeah, dude. A dog we all share. Um, it's long overdue. And it comes on the occasion that he's moving to Budapest. What? Yeah, dude. Yeah. So Budapest's tremendous gain is our huge loss. My dog is moving there to be um, a monk supervisor <laughs> on like 
they're they're erecting a giant skyscraper and he's going to be one of the supervisors on it and uh he's come a long way because when we met we were janitors at the same job and i knew right away like that this dude was uh just a very special person and thinker he was like so good at the job we had he did it with like incredible efficiency but he was still fun to work with and um We'd always joke around about being high because we get high at work once in a while. And we'd always say if everybody else at work was cool, we wouldn't have to get high. And sometimes um, I thought he was on edibles or he'd think I was on edibles. And we'd be like, hey, are you hanging with Eddie? That was our code lingo. Nice. And, um, you know, sometimes we probably pushed it too far, but we also kept it real with each other if we thought it was going there. And that's one of my favorite things about him. He's one of the most real, honest guys, funniest, funniest dudes. He's... um exceptional in a lot of ways he was he wanted to be an olympic runner and he's told me that he'll never forgive himself for not making it to the olympics i love putting that kind of pressure on yourself like if i'm not the world's greatest at this thing then it's just not good enough i mean it's hard but it's it's admirable Mm -hmm. and he's just so funny dude and, and just the darkest funniest humor like when i told him that my dad was sick with pancreatic cancer he's like what are they gonna do and i'm like well they're gonna cut off the head of the pancreas and he, and he real quick he type he's like they're gonna cut off his head how's he gonna survive that <laughs> <laughs> only Jeez. austin could do that and he is a wild man yeah like and afraid of no one and really at times can scare me because he'll go at it with people like out in public but he's always doing it because he wants the world to know that he won't back down and and he he means it it's true to who he is and and it's real because he's from texas too so in texas it's like don't tread on me let me live my life the way i want to live it and i respect that independent streak that he has and he's just a really thoughtful funny guy and he's also he's he's a man of so many skills like he can literally do anything rips a guitar like can just do anything and then he um he did the intro song he did the intro song for going deep with chad and jt both intro songs he also has helped us with filming on some of our videos that we do. The best. I love filming with him, dude. He pushes us to be funnier and, and go in harder, and he's he's just fire ideas, great ideas. And and I mean, I don't want to give away too much, but like on our bird one, he was the one who came up with "Ditch the Turd, Get on a Bird," mm. and then a jam a stick in it. Like it was uh, Austin's uh, thinking and. Yeah, he's just a hilarious dude, and uh, we're going to miss him when he's in Budapest, but I know that skyscraper's going to be beautiful. Dude's a legend. Takes very good care of his dog. All right, dude. We're going to miss you, Austin. Love you, dog. Strider, who is your beef of the week? Dude, beef of the week. uh, My GF was recently uh, visiting her family back home, dude, and uh, when she was flying back on the airport, I was going to pick her up, dude. I was being a good uh, BF, dude. was posting up outside the airport, dude, ready with snacks when she landed, dude. Freaking emergency after getting off a plane. Water for straight-up hydration, dude. And just chilling, dude. Um, and then she calls me and goes, dude, some businessman took the wrong bag. It was her bag, dude. You know what I mean? So I got to have beef on that businessman who went to the carousel and took her bag, dude. Who doesn't look at your bag? And then, dude, we have to wait. In, I was waiting an hour. She was waiting in the airport. I was waiting just outside, dude, just chilling. And... Uh, Freaking the guy comes back, dude, doesn't even apologize or anything, just grabs his bag, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's mine. Oh. Dude, it was red. Her bag's black. <laughs> what? What, dude? What? So, I mean, dude, major beef on this guy for putting my GF through undue stress and in turn myself, but, dude, more so putting it on my, my GF after traveling a long weekend. And, uh, you know, dude, haste makes waste, bro. Yeah, dude, get out of your noggin and look exactly. at the color of your bag. Exactly, dude. 
Joe, who is your beef of the week? Uh, my beef of the week is uh, with uh, Cody Parkey. He's the kicker for the uh, Chicago Bears. Dude, um, yeah. I We've had this discussion recently about how kickers used to be were better. They were reliable. And we seem nowadays to see kickers are progressively gotten worse. And I don't know how that's happened, but, you know, you have one job, they they get down there. Like, your job is to make it. Like, how do you not – I don't know. I You know, you're, kicking in Miami seems to be pretty easy. I could understand if there's maybe a wind factor. But make the kick. Bears are 4-1 going at home to play New England next week, but now 3-2. and two. You know, you, you could be a hero, but now you're not. And that was after you – boldly predicted that they would probably go 15 and one well i said 13 and three was realistic <laughs> which is still they... a possibility also my beef of the week is with brock osweiler play football again yeah because he's Dude, yeah. apparently the greatest quarterback every time he plays the bears so puts up these stellar numbers and it's just fuck him chat who's your beef of the week my uh so I came across some uh, some tragic news the other day. What up? I went to go get a Poke Bowl. Went to my place, the Poke Shack. Poke Shack is closed. Whoa. So my beef of the week is with the community at large. <laughs> Way to not support the freaking Poke Shack, you freaking knobs. They had everything. They had creamy togarashi sauce. They had salmon. They had marinated salmon. They had tuna. They had marinated tuna. And then they had crab and a bunch of shit and avocado, rice that I didn't eat, but salad base. They had everything. And lemon juice, which is essential to my poke bowl, and I can't find it at a lot of other places. And couldn't you get acai bowls there, too? You get acai bowls. Yeah, man. Fire staff, you know, they didn't really seem to give a fuck. Maybe that contributed to their... um, lack of success but i thought it was a very good ambiance so Dude. my it's with the community at large maybe you should have thought more about the pokey shack and you should have gone there and bought some bowls dudes and chicks will you pokey again i pokey today i went to sweet fin i betrayed them was it dang it was dang they pushed you into that choice yeah the guy was very accommodating and i gave him a tip nice nice my beef of the week at a, a wedding i went to i was in line to get food and one of the groomsmen was all jolly, and he walked straight in front of me in the line and grabbed a plate. And then I just thought about it for a couple seconds, and I went, did you cut me? And he turned, and he was like, <laughs> what? And I was like, I think you cut me. And then he went, what? No, I didn't. And I was like, I think you did. And then he was like, I mean, I'm, I'm here, but I didn't cut you. Oh, my but if, but he's like, But he's like, but, he's like, but if, if you want to go in front of me, go ahead. And I went thanks and yes. i grabbed some asparagus and <laughs> yeah. kept walking love it dude get in front like, of him i was like dude i don't care if you're the groomsman at this wedding and you think you have some elevated position yeah, because of it cut. you don't cut people no in cuts. the food line dog yeah. and he picked me out he picked me out Disrespect. he saw the blonde hair and he saw the red in my suit and he was like you know what this guy's being a little too flashy i'm gonna cut him well i might have been being flashy but i'm still a person dude and i get my asparagus but it's a muted red suit, When I'm supposed dude. to. It's a, it's a maroon dank suit, dude. Thank you, Doc. Those are my... Dude, fuck his jolly disposition. Dude. Yeah, you got to stick you, up dude. His cue, dude. Just because you're jolly doesn't mean you get to take grub first. Yeah. Exactly, yes. dude. Fuck that. And you would have caught the garter, dude. Dude, fuck. JT catches the garter. Five like, straight wedding. Yeah, dude. <laughs>
Like he's freaking eat, eat like it. he's Saquon out there, dude. All right, guys, we gotta wrap it up. <laughs> All, right. All right, I'm gonna head to McDonald's get some quarter pounder patties and cheese. Yeah, that's it. Legit, dude. No pickles, dude. Nah, dude. Of course, no bun. All right, no know, bun, baby. Legends. Anything you guys want to say? Boom clap, Stokers. Thanks for calling in, dude. Dude, Joe and Strider, thank you guys for coming on. Yeah, thank, thank you, you for having so me. Thank you, dude. It's always stoked to be in here, dude. Yeah. Legends. Great guys, time. that'll be it for episode 41 of the Going Deep and Chat and JT podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Check out the Reddit. There's a subreddit. You can bond with other Stokers. Reddit.com uh, slash r slash chat goes deep. And then there is uh, the Patreon. Patreon.com slash chat goes deep. And uh, yeah, dudes, thank you. Thank you, Keep calling in. And as always, we are brought to you by Douglas Lubricant. Douglas, the best in the business, the finest lube. Stokers, you love to bone. You love to get down. You love to get deep inside. You know what? But when you bone, you want to bone right. And you want to bone smooth, okay? So make sure you add this important element, lube to your boning session but make sure you go with douglas because it's al natural and it comes with a variety of flavors orange sherbet apple grape original anal they've really upped their flavor game and uh i'm just so stoked on them dude i mean marisi you've got (laughs) what's up you've got a huge hog so you got to use lube in your in your in your foreplay in your fornification yeah, yeah, I'll use it. Sweet. Just not as long as it doesn't smell weird or anything. Well, that's why they got the flavors, dude. Exactly. So uh, check out Douglas at uh, smoothboning.com slash going deep. Smoothboning.com slash going deep. Nice. 10% off your Douglas order. <sighs> if you need advice, these guys are really not.